Welcome to I Am Divine, mastering your intuition with psychic mediums and spiritual psychology coaches and science of mind practitioners, Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. This is Paula Hunter. And this is Kim Garden. And welcome to another episode of I Am Divine, a spiritual podcast where you will discover your psychic potential within by learning skill sets that develop and master your spiritual gifts. We will teach you about universal truths that will empower you to manifest a life you truly desire. We are here to remind you who you are, the powerful badass that you are, the divine I am. Welcome back all you divine badasses. In this episode, we are going back through some of our Ask Us Anything sessions that we hold once a month to bring forward some of those great questions that people want to know about, and we want to have the opportunity to share them. So our first question was, how can I clear out negative energies from my home? So let's take a listen as me and Kim talk a little bit about energies and clearing. How can I clean out negative energies in my home? Okay, maybe you want to start with what you do to clear out energies i smudge a lot i smudge people i smudge items i smudge anything especially when you say negative energies i don't think of like negative as a bad thing i just think of it like as a feeling so a heavy feeling so if my kids have had a bad day if i've had a bad day or someone's come in here and been grumpy or raised their voice it leaves a feeling in the room so what i'll do is i just smudge so i will light paleo Santos lately just because i really enjoy that smell and then i I was open a window because I was taught that you need to allow the energy someplace to escape. But uh, so I do that and then I'll just light it and I walk around and I'll feather it into the corners. I know there's more rituals and certain ways you're supposed to go, but for me, it's just about intent and just, you know, clearing the energies, knowing that as I'm doing this, I am lightening the energy. I've done it for people where there's been, you know, spirits that have been sticking around, but to me, that's a lot of it's time to leave kind of thing. But when it's just heavy energy, I just smudge and set the intention of clearing the energy, allowing for lighter feelings, love, you know, and to come forward. I'm very similar to Kim. I will clear by using sage. I use what's called white buffalo sage because I love the scent to that. For me, I've never been one to have to open windows and things like that. But as you said, Mm -hmm. Kim, I use it from an energy perspective because, you know, I have clients that come into my home on on a regular basis because I do it online, but also my space. So every person that walks in my door can carry their own energy. Maybe they're, they've lost someone and, and there's a lot of emotion attached there. So it's really important that I clear that out mm-hmm. from there. So again, intention. I'll go around the room. Again, here's my, I use an abalone shell with my white sage and a feather. And I actually also use my Reiki symbols. So I'm a Reiki master. So I will use what's called Shoka Rei in Saheki. And I'll use it on all the windows and all the doors. But it is very much about the intention that you're setting. And Kim, you you made a good point too about clearing energy, arguments, fighting, emotion is one thing. When you're clearing spirit, for me, that's a totally different thing. And it's a totally different process. I'll use sage at the end, but I'll use my guides and I have different processes to release spirit Mm -hmm. and then clear the energy after that. And I see that there was someone saying about crystals, like selenite can help too. Very, very true. In my reading room, I have long, if you will, wands. I have long pieces of selenite that I keep around. And just crystals in general too. I have a, obviously, a <laughs> and I have tons of crystals on the side. 
you know, quartz is a crystal that you can program for anything. In my main living area, I have what's called a great big cathedral. It's an amethyst, so it's got the rock on the back. Beautiful. You know, curved in, and, and it's all crystal. And that actually helps to create and keep a very spiritual, loving energy and helps to remove that. When you're saying, you know, you don't open the window, it kind of came into me that the reason I open the window is not necessarily just for the spirit, you know, for the energy to go, but I also, when I open a window, it invites that fresh, clean and like air to come in. And that makes me happy. Like even on like a cold winter day, I will open the window just to allow some fresh air to come flow. Because for me, again, it's the intention that it's moving air, it's moving energy for me. And in my mind, and how I feel it's reflected. Yeah, you can burn incense. I've used essential oils to help clear space. I have my own drum, so sometimes I'll use the drumming to clear the energy. So it comes down to what feels right in the moment, what what's speaking to me on a level to say, oh, I need to clear it out. Yeah, There's absolutely. so many different ways that you can clear. It's coming down to trust and what is coming through and speaking to you in the moment. Absolutely. In our next question, we were asked, what do levels in heaven mean? Here's what Kim and I had to say. So what does levels in heaven mean? How do we touch that one? <laughs> Deadly. I was going to say, for those of you that have been listening to our podcast, I think it was our third episode, we talked about what's called relative truths and, and ultimate or absolute truths. And a relative truth is what we believe. It's, it's based on our experiences. Maybe it's based on what we've been taught or what we've been told. And when I think about the aspect of heaven, I mean, that's what religion teaches us. For me, I was brought up in the church, but I, I, I came to a point where I had to step back because religion in some senses was saying that what I did wasn't right. It wasn't acceptable. Depending on where you looked in other places, it's, it's all there. And so I had to step out of what I call the dogma. So I look at it as, for me, there is a source, whether you call it God, Buddha, Christ. I mean, whatever it is for you is your own truth. So for me, I have a belief that there is something that is greater, but I don't personally believe in the concept of heaven and hell. I believe we can create our heaven or hell based on what we're putting our energy into. Mm-hmm. So for me, I always look at this other side as almost being like another earth, I guess you can say. And over there, what you think is what you create. There is no you know, negative emotion. We come here to the earth plane to learn that. So for me over there, I don't look at it as levels. I look at it as, you know what, we're on the other side, we're at peace, we're in love. That is the true essence of what we are. So when I think about varying degrees or levels, I don't necessarily look at it from that perspective. You know, we're healed. When you're healed, you're healed. There is no I'm kind of partially healed or maybe a little bit healed. You know, when we return to the other side, we are light. We are love. That is the truth of who we are. I take on it. I don't look at it as levels. I agree with that. I was not raised religious, so the Bible and all of that doesn't resonate with me. But I do believe that when we pass, we go to a different realm, which I call the spirit realm. And that is home. That is where we all go. We all go to one. I agree with you when you say there is no heaven and hell because that is not the intention of God. You know, again, whether you call God, God, spirit, you know, universe, there is, 
it's all one, no matter what you refer to it as. And we are all one and we go back home. But relatively speaking, if you believe that there is a heaven and a hell, that is okay. We're not here to say, you know, that's not right or that's wrong. Your truth is your truth. And if that is what brings you peace to know that there are different levels in heaven, you know, you can there, I'm sure there is literature on that. And if that is your belief, then that is your belief. But our belief and Paula, I believe we agree on the same thing is that we are all one and we go home and we connect and there's the hierarchy isn't necessarily there to me, I'm like, there is some kind of hierarchy because we've got angels and, you know, different levels that way. But again, we're all here having this human experience. And when we go home, we're just one. We're just home. Exactly. And mm-hmm. if you use the term home, that's what my guides have always referred to death. They said, how mm-hmm. can it be anything but blissful when you return home? And yeah. as you were talking, Kim, the guides talked about, they said, this is not a duality. There is no judgment that says you're only at this level. So you have to do these things that come yes. up here. So the duality is here. You know, we have to have hate to know love. You know, we Mm -hmm. have to have fear or, you know, sorrow to know joy. You know, that is the human experience. But that, to me, does not exist on the other side. Again, that is my relative truth on what my belief system is as far as doing the work that we've been doing for so many years. God is love. Mm -hmm. God is not fire and brimstone for me. God is love. So when, when we return home, it is love and only love. And there's no varying degrees of love my personal um, thoughts on that. Yeah. What comes forward too is like, you know, the heaven and the hell. um, I think our mentor used to say it too, is that we create that heaven and hell is here, here on earth. We create heaven or hell. We create our own experiences, you know, and again, we're not taking away from anybody who does believe in, in those two separate things. Again, that is your truth and we honor your truth. But for us being the creators, knowing where we come from as spirit, yeah, the the spiritual realm is just home. In our next question, Lorraine asked, can you have too much energy or vibrations? So Kim and I touch on this a little bit and we also bring in information on grounding techniques. Enjoy. Lorraine was saying, can you have too much energy or vibrations? That's an interesting question. I think Mm -hmm. I would ask, can you have too much? I think from the perspective of can my body handle it in the moment, you know, am I grounded or am I sparking it out all over the place? So if I have a lot of energy coming in, but I am not in a grounded state, I'm going to have difficulty maybe handling those vibrations or that energy. I always describe it as if you think about electricity that comes into a house, there's always a ground in order to make sure that that energy does not spark off all over the place. Right. Mm -hmm. So I don't think we can have too much because I think as we grow and develop it, I look at it as almost like stairs. So we, we begin to learn, we go through, we start accepting these different energies, our physical body shifts and change in order to hold the energies. And then we, when we've kind of attuned to it or leveled out to me, now we're onto the next one, right? Mm -hmm. So to me, it's a continued growth process on one hand, but on the other hand is if I'm experiencing feeling and having issues with that, that tells me I'm not grounded and I need to get myself in a different state so that I'm not feeling overwhelmed by that energy. Your thoughts, Kim? Yeah, you summed it up. (laughs) That's exactly it. That's, that is, exactly it it's being aware of the energy 
to me, it's like, if it feels like it's too much, why does it going in within? Why does it feel like too much? What can I do to bring that energy down to a level that is comfortable for me? And it is, it's, I see Kayla is asking, what are your favorite grounding techniques? And it is, it's about finding those techniques that kind of bring you down and yeah, just ground you, make you feel not vibrating up here or vibrating down here. What are your favorite grounding techniques? For me, I think it depends on what I'm doing. So if I'm grounding for a session, for me, that's meditation. That's clearing my space. That's clearing my energy and getting my thoughts right for what I'm going to do. You know, maybe if I have something going on, maybe if I'm really emotional. For me, a grounding technique is going out in nature. You know, maybe it's go sitting under a tree and reading a book. As strange as it sounds, maybe it's, you know, the old 60 saying about tree huggers. (laughs) When you hug a tree, it actually aligns our chakra, our um, energy system. It's a beautiful experience. Yeah. (laughs) Going out in nature. Maybe it's listening to music and you're dancing around. I mean, it's finding that what works the best for you. For me, I'm going to imagine myself a tree. I have roots that go deep into the ground because a tree is holding onto the earth. Mm -hmm. So that's why I look at it. Energy comes in through the top of my head, goes down my spine and goes down into my legs. So I'll imagine that I have these beautiful light tentacles that are coming out through the bottom of my feet. And I'll imagine that there's this beautiful quartz crystal in the center of the earth and all these roots are going around and going down and it's wrapping around. And that's in my body. I feel that connection. So to me, it's whatever feels right. What helps you to relax, what helps you to feel balanced, right? Mm-hmm. But you can same thing. It, I think it really depends on what's going on and the reason why I'm grounding. Like I said, for a reading, absolutely. I sit down, I meditate, I make sure that I am in true alignment, I clear my chakras, I ground to, to Mother Earth, I do the whole roots wrapping around the rock thing. And then, you know, and then the protection as well. If I'm emotional, I journal because I find that that allows me to express myself, get off my chest what is what is bothering me to be able to acknowledge it. And then I'm able to come back into truth and then empower myself. If I'm just like, I'm in a good mood and I want to stay in this good mood, I blast music and I dance and I sing and, you know, and, and it's, I love that because it's very infectious as well for like my kids, like they'll come down and they'll start like me dance in the kitchen all the time, or, you know, we'll just start singing. And like, they, they know I'm, I love like old, uh, like eighties rock. Like I'm like old school. And that's probably why we get along, but my kids know those songs too. So we do that as well. Even it's, it's very funny. um talking about saging and stuff uh, as well and grounding. If I do anything with sage or paleo centos or whatever it is, my kids will come down and they'll be like, do me, do me. And they'll stand in front of me so that I can, you know, smudge them as well. So yeah, those are probably my main sources of grounding myself. But yeah, it really depends on and then getting out in nature. I find like, that's just for for me, that is every day, a necessity, because I found like, especially through COVID, we spent so much time in four walls and like we didn't get out of the house. And it was like, it became so important to take that time to get out in nature, even if it's, you know, not, it doesn't have to be like in a, a forest or anything like that. It's about getting out and just taking in that fresh air, taking in that sunlight. Like there's just something that is so exhilarating about it and it just energizes you. Yeah. I mean, for me, that's why I live in the country. 
especially mm-hmm. doing the energy work that I do, I need to have that nature around me to help clear it out, to help recharge mm-hmm. me. And, you know, it, it really is that clearing process, but it's very grounding as well. That's why I'm manifesting my house on the lake, because I know that when I'm by the water, it is such a different energy. And even when I had my pool, it's, you know, it's like, oh, it's a chemical, you know, saltwatery pool, whatever it is. But you know what, it was the fact that it was water. And again, the intention of how I looked at it is like, it was a beautiful vibration. And I would just go sit out by the pool and just relax and be in that vibration of the water. So and mm-hmm. you made a good point, Kim, you know, we have this pool with maybe the chemicals and that, but again, what's the intention? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. There was a sci- Japanese scientist by the name of Masaru Emoto, and he wrote many books, but one of it is Messages in Water. And mm-hmm. they actually cleared a lake that had been polluted. They took samples of it prior to, and then he had a lot of people surround the lake, send it love, mm-hmm. you know, send prayers for it. And they checked it, I think it was 30 days after, and all the pollution was gone. Mm-hmm. So the power of intention, the power of prayer and directing the energy, the intention mm-hmm. behind it is huge. We can yeah. change and create, we can do anything with that. We just mm-hmm. need to believe that and know it is. Yeah, true. absolutely. It literally is the power of intention, right? This brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you for joining us as we share highlights from our Ask Us Anything. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode of I Am Divine. And as always, thank you for listening. If you enjoy our show, please rate our podcast and be sure to come back next week where Kim and I will be discussing connections with the higher self, how we can understand it, how it works. What is our higher self? We look forward to sharing that with you. So until then, this is Paula. And don't forget that you are a powerful, I am divine badass. This podcast was created by Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. We welcome you to join our private Facebook group, I Am Divine, to connect with other like-minded individuals and be part of our special events that will only be found in our private community. We would love to hear your feedback on today's podcast and on any other topics that you would like to know more about. For more information about our podcast, information on Kim and Paula, our special events, spiritual coaching, training programs, or even to book a private reading with Kim or Paula, we invite you to visit our website at www.iamdivine.ca.